Not too long ago, Ruiz Foods, which is this gigantic Mexican food company, you know them as El Monterey brand, but they announced they were going to have two corporate headquarters, one in California and one here in Frisco. Then last spring, they said, no, 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 we're going to consolidate everything in Frisco. And as though they hadn't made enough news, now they've got a brand new CEO. The former chief operating officer of the company, Kimberly Carroll, is coming in as CEO, and she joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. It's a pleasure to be here. So are, is it official? Or do I, are you the CEO as of now? I am not the CEO yet. I'm still the chief operating officer, and I will take over on Sunday, January 21st, as the CEO. Well, that's exciting. And this is a really a fascinating company. I've enjoyed learning about it. I mean, it's a big national company, California, Texas. You've got 4,000 employees. You have plants in South Carolina. And the largest frozen food, Mexican food company in the country. How does a private company, a family-owned company, you know, grow like that? Well, the first uh, probably 35 years, uh, they they worked really hard and struggled, and the and the company uh, grew kind of organically on the West Coast. Uh, the Lewis and Fred Reese started the business in 1964, and in fact, in February, we'll celebrate 60 years. The first 30 plus years were a bit of a struggle. Uh, but once we hit about the $100, $100 million mark uh, and then kind of grew a little more quickly to $200 million, and that was when I came on board. So I came on board in 2001, and just right after that, uh, we hit about $200 million in top-line revenue. And the great thing about this family is they just had a huge desire to live the American dream, but they knew they didn't know everything. So they really reached out and tried to bring in experts in various areas and started to glean a lot of information and um, put people in positions that would allow for them to learn and continue to grow the business to really meet the expectation of our consumers and our customers and just drive amazing relationships that uh, we've continued to foster over these many years. And you've really sort of grown up in this company. I mean, you were in marketing. Were you in marketing first? I was in marketing first. I, see, that I would be the challenge marketing. that I would think is, is that, I mean, you know, craft foods or whoever it is, if they wanted to get in this business, you think they could just, just overwhelm any sort of a competitor. Obviously, they haven't done it. Well, I think it, it helps to be one of the first ones in, right? So Mexican food was really starting to become more popular in the last 10 or 15 years, and we've been at it for a while. I, I think you well know, you know, in terms of ethnic cuisine that's available, Mexican food is really up there in terms of a uh, predominance and consumers tell us that they love Mexican food and it's just continued to grow as the Hispanic population has grown across the country. More and more people love Mexican food. They know Mexican food and, and I kind of equate Mexican food with fun. So we've had that opportunity because we were first in and we really worked hard to make sure we were delivering great products to the marketplace and cultivating great relationships with our customers, our consumers, and our suppliers, and it's it's paid off. I would guess that you know, ten or fifteen years ago, they must have fended off some some people who would like to have acquired the company and had a, a brand because El Monterey is a pretty well known brand. It is a pretty well known brand, and we do have distribution all across the United States uh, with every major retailer. Uh, and I, when I say retailer, I mean grocery store. Yeah. We also have a pretty um, robust food service business, primarily servicing convenience stores. So. If you happen to walk into a convenience store uh, in the next few days and uh, go over to the Roller Grill where they sell hot hot dogs, they also sell um, a Roller Grill product, either known as Taquitos. Our brand name is Tornadoes, and uh, we service quite a lot of those convenience stores across the country as well. 
So what brings you to Texas? And we're, we're glad you're here, but I mean, is it the tax backs? <laughs> well, that's certainly a draw. You know that. Uh, actually, what brings us to Texas is uh, the desire to be closer to our facilities. We started in the Central Valley of California, and we really only had, you know, one major plant and then just a little satellite uh, facility there. And then back in 2005, we needed more uh, production. So we built a plant up in Denison, Texas. So just a little bit north of where we are now, we have a plant that's there. Uh, old Pillsbury plant that we were able to uh, purchase and then uh, refurbish to our needs. Uh, in 2014, we expanded into Florence, South Carolina and, and built a facility there. So we are actually now a national company with production facilities in many states and a desire to be closer to all of them and to you know our, our customers, which are now all over the United States. We thought center of the country made a lot of sense. Yeah, it does make a lot of sense. The the other thing, the challenge that I would see, I've seen so many private companies. I mean, sometimes it's automobile dealerships or newspapers or whatever, family-owned companies, that you move on down, you know, after the second, get into the third generation, you have kids and grandkids that don't care about the business or, you know, they have all this wealth that's locked up in something that's private and they want to monetize it. And this is usually about the time that private companies, family-owned companies, become publicly-owned companies or just outright acquired by somebody else. So there must be some special challenges running a, a family-owned business like this. Well, there certainly are special challenges running any business uh, post-COVID, for sure. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the family ownership, you know, they've for a long time, they've said that they are just not for sale. And we do have a third uh, generation working in the business now. Obviously, they're younger, so they're not uh, at the most senior positions. But they do um, observe on the board and, and have a role. And I, I think up until now, the families just felt like they still wanted to have a presence and be involved. Uh, this last winter, uh, Christmas time, I, I got the good fortune of traveling to each of our locations with our chair. Uh, she's actually moving off of the chairmanship position, but uh, Kim Reese Beck, who's a family member, she wanted to meet and greet every single team member as they came in for their holiday luncheon. So, you know, we just have a, a family that's still very committed to the role of, of um, interacting with the teams that make it possible for us to deliver El Monterey products to the marketplace. And, and they've, uh, they just really enjoy being part of, of that community. So you got into the, uh, into the convenience stores with, with a different brand. Where, how, where's the growth next? Where do you see recent, you know, five or 10 years? Well, there's certainly still a lot more opportunity to grow within our, our current footprint. I mean, like I said, um, we're coming off of uh really kind of this lag uh, post COVID and there's more opportunity to continue to grow here, but, you know, certainly uh, beyond our own borders into Canada, continuing to grow that out, maybe a little bit into Mexico, although they have distribution challenges and then really looking at new platforms uh, and opportunities for us to extend maybe beyond just classical Mexican food into other ethnic cuisines. We think that's a great opportunity and we do see a lot of growth in that area as well as the population becomes more and more diverse and, and more frozen food uh, flavors are in demand. Well, I, and, I, and I've seen a lot of growth just sort of in in style. I mean, brands will change that were frozen. Uh, now I go into a microwave or, I don't know, freeze dried or 
whatever. But, I mean, there seem to be a lot of iterations in, in the food business. Absolutely. I mean, there's certainly an opportunity to extend ourselves across the, the footprint of the grocery store beyond just frozen. It's, uh, you know, frozen is where we've started. Like I said, I think there's still much more opportunity for us to expand there. But moving into refrigerated, which has become very much in demand and maybe even center of the store and continuing to look for opportunities opportunities for us to really kind of innovate and bring great tasty Mexican food to consumers wherever they are. Uh, there's, you know, we, we service a non, on the food service side, we service primarily convenience stores and non-commercial. We haven't really aggressively pursued uh, the commercial space, which would be, you know, restaurants and QSR, but we do believe that there is some opportunity for us to take some of the unique items that we make, uh, which are difficult to make back of the house and extend in that uh, space as well. So lots more opportunity in front of us. So were you able to, to bring a lot of the employees from, from the headquarters in California and relocate them to Frisco or did you start kind of fresh? Well, uh, all of our senior executives have uh, made the move, uh, and uh, the folks that were in California that um, you know we wanted to move, we we definitely invited them. Not everyone chose to do that for lots of different reasons, sure. uh, but uh, we've gone. We've had a kind of a long term plan, so uh, we still have team members in California that are in role that are transitioning out of the role and having those folks replaced here in in the Texas area but with a very generous severance package and lots of opportunity for them to continue to go on and do great things wherever they might be. Well, congratulations on your your coming appointment. Well, your appointment is there, but taking over the seat as, as CEO. And we wish you a, a great long tenure and, and, a, and a good life in Texas. We're glad you're here. Well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm glad to be here as well. Appreciate Thanks. it. Kimberly, Carol is the uh, president and CEO of Reese Foods, which we all know as El Monterey. For more of our conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.